What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? My name is Mike here once again with my co-host Matt, and welcome back to the Ducks and Dogs podcast. I gave Matt uh, no warning of that. You should have just barked. That might have been better. <laughs> How you doing today, Matt? I'm I'm great, man. I'm doing all right. It's it's been a, cool a week on Twitter cool being a Husky fan. I mean, it always is, but especially this week. Uh, go dogs. Um, Go dogs! Go dogs! Who, who, hey, who did uh, it first? Trade, who, who has the trademark? That's all that matters. Not the <laughs> who fact doesn't that, have like, the go dogs. There trademark? are eighty other hashtags that you can use. You know, I'm just glad that Washington fans realized the purple umbrella emoji was lame as fuck, dude. Even if it is like they've kind of taken that over as like the emoji like it's the, the only thing washington so, has so you know what you know what hashtag makes sense <laughs> that's the case purple rain i don't know the one they've been using for like the past few years you can't so even if there was another ducks team that was better than oregon you can't use the hashtag go ducks or hashtag go dogs if you're not the best team with that mascot like i don't i don't even care about that being the case bro like we are literally tripping over nothing. blew up twitter for like three days over a georgia logo next to a go dogs hashtag the like can we just take a thread. second to realize how ridiculous that is and we like tried to, like Hus husky fans tried to petition to twitter about it i don't think twitter gives a fuck like I said oh why are these 30 people in washington upset i don't know dude like there's other hashtags like it's literally not a big deal and if anything you should be getting mad at marketing for not being on top of that and solidifying that or figuring that out on their own because washington is pathetic to be real that's in their court like washington fans are pathetic uh, like you gotta pick your battles man we've spent like, the past me, three weeks talking about the space cadets now it's the go dogs now it's the go dogs. Twitter, like the offseason Maddie is just all over the place right now, dude. BDT dub versus Space Cadets. <laughs> Single hand it's combat. Insane. <laughs> Who wins? What is, JT what is Tree. JT Tree <laughs> versus. I need. Versus powered by Oregon need, Twitter spaces. We need to make a remake of the JT Tree video for Josh Connerly. I am very down. Doesn't he commit in like literally a day or two though? Uh, Friday tomorrow. So so literally tomorrow. <laughs> Make the video tonight, Matt. <laughs> Chroma key yourself on top of the regular video I... and just like dump some water on yourself. Just just one of the one of the um the poses, you know, just something me right in front of the tree. Let's let's Photoshop both do of. one for Jaden Wayne. <laughs> there you go that's that's a good one it's some people are gonna flame us if they don't understand the reference but well who dude who cares it's i'm gonna word anyways. for a word that bitch our our podcast is a bit niche anyways if they don't understand our podcast was niche when it was made because it's washington and oregon football <laughs> literally <laughs> and oh. now we're just like yeah we also don't want the majority of the fan base of the two schools because they're kind of <laughs> weird we just want to make our own <laughs> little we corner. got our own group we got the sec style fans that are in the pacific northwest 
the ones who you know want to be good at sports. Speaking of just come SEC, to play SEC mindset, Mister SEC himself, Kenny uh, Dooningham, yeah, is is speaking on that a little bit, saying what Oregon is the only college town on the West Coast in a position to win a national championship. Yeah, he, he, he said, hold on, I got this right here for you guys. Uh, he had said, this place cares about football. I say this is the only place west of Texas that has a mindset of the South when it comes to football. Which, in recent memory, I don't think anybody's disputing that. Yeah, I'd buy it. This... I think any any Pac-12 team that has been in a playoff position in recent memory, you could make the argument for. With Y'all Oregon are being not a Southern one. mindset. Huh? Y'all are not a Southern mindset school. Probably could have made the argument in 2016. Granted, that was six years ago, so <laughs> who, who cares anymore? This this is a Southern school. When it comes to football, when it comes to sports, it's a true college town that can win championships. And if you're out West, this is the only real college town that can win championships. It's pretty cool. He said, fuck you, Lincoln. I about fucked that yeah. up. But he said, Fuck I think he's Lincoln. trying to specify college town too, because LA probably wouldn't be described as a college town. No, it's a homeless town. That's <laughs> 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 like Jesus. What am I supposed to do with that one? <laughs> that takes so what? That leaves that leaves Oregon in there. That leaves Oregon State in there. Wazoo. Seattle's too big to be a college town. Pullman. Uh, Pullman. <laughs> Are we going to call Berkeley a college town? Yeah. No. I mean, it is, but like, not this kind of college town. Yeah. What about Stanford? Palo Alto. You throw them into that group? Yeah. Pa- Palo Alto, the surfing town? Surfing town? <laughs> uh, Arizona is what? <laughs> uh, Temp- Tempe? I don't. That's a. Uh, Tempe's kind of a college town. Arizona State's in Scottsdale. That is a college town. Is it? Wherever Arizona State is at is a college town. I thought it was Tempe. I think uh, U of A is in Scottsdale. Well, they might play in Tempe, but I'm pretty sure their campus is in Scottsdale. Uh, Arizona's in Tucson. Tucson! Who else we got? Fucking Boulder? Arizona State is in Tempe. Fucking Boulder, Colorado? Scott, is it Northern Arizona in Scottsdale? I think Northern Arizona is in Scottsdale. Scottsdale's a great city. I've never been. <clears throat> so, of, okay, but it, of that group, of those like six teams, it's probably Oregon. It's probably, I don't know, man. Pullman really has a case there. Now, I will say, Pullman, when game day came to town, was electric. Dude, Pullman is like the college town. Like, if you think of a college town, like it is Pullman. You ever heard like, of Tuscaloosa? Nowhere... Well, because I hadn't before Alabama was good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. Like, literally, like you wouldn't hear of it otherwise, besides for the college. Like, yeah. that's Pullman, Washington, to me. <laughs> like, yeah, like literally. <laughs> I knew of Sunnyside before I knew of Pullman. <laughs> It's like that. Did you see what um, Hoda said, the former Oregon quarterback? I did not. What what did he speak on? It was fucking wonderful. He spoke on Anthony Brown. Oh. Talking about how 
a bunch of stuff. He also spoke on bringing in Bo Nix and how that creates a sticky dynamic for the position group. And they essentially, quote, they essentially shot around across the bow of every quarterback in that room. <laughs> Don't Jeez, worry, though, because once we bring in Stetson Bennett on a grad transfer next year, it'll be even better. Yeah. And then here's the other quote on Anthony Brown's quarterback play, which was great. Awesome. The quarterback standard at Oregon is very high. It's a high bar for a guy to try and reach. I don't think Anthony reached it on a daily basis and the fan base let him hear it from time to time. And then he was asked by Clownzano, how close were the Ducks to giving Thompson more playing time? We had those conversations. We had them early on. We had them mid-season. We had an extensive one at the halftime of the bowl game against Oklahoma. We almost made a move at halftime. And they didn't. So you were telling me you thought about benching him early in the season and at no point you were like, yeah, we should do this? I feel like if you have to come back to that thought more than like twice, you should probably pull the trigger. If you got to come back to it more than once, when you have a five-star on the bench, you do it. Yeah, like... Come on, let's have Shit. some critical. Rattler played here. one bad game, and they said, "Bye." <laughs> yeah, they got him out of there. <laughs> they said, "Get the fuck out of here, dog." Yeah. And, fucking the minute what's his name at Texas plays a bad game, Ewers is in there. Mm-hmm. Ewers is in there. Yeah. But no, we're gonna take fucking Stetson Bennett to play quarterback for next year too. Yeah. <laughs> Ty transfers to LSU, or... wins a Heisman, you know. Oregon and UW have uh, similarities in that boat. <laughs> Except we're not used to... Y'all are used to bad quarterback play since fucking Tuiosipi stopped playing there. Yeah. Browning. Come on. Jake Browning. Exists. 2016 Browning was an anomaly. Browning played more than okay. 2016. He sucked the rest of the time. Yeah. Who, who am I thinking of? Locker? Keith Price? Is that a... Am I thinking of the right guy? You're thinking of Locker? I am. Yeah, I, I don't know. The anomaly to me is Keith Price. I forget that dude exists. He was a quarterback literally like from 2011 to 2013. So he was post-Locker and pre-Browning. So right when you were getting your ass kicked by Marcus. Yes. You know who's an anomaly to me? Hmm. Anthony Brown. <laughs> He's worse than Braxton Burmeister. Uh, and I'm just saying if, if he had an extra year of eligibility he wouldn't be a P5 starter Burmeister is mm-hmm. enough said so on the I guess on the topic of um, of bench guys of Ty Thompson of guys that are looking towards the future Heward? I was going to say who you got for maybe even spring ball just who you got your eyes on oh for Oregon's team yeah so for us, I've really, I know he's not a freshman or anything, but I really want to see Flo. Mm-hmm. I want to see Flo because every time he plays, whether it's for a quarter or for like four plays, he looks like a god amongst men. Yeah. But he's not healthy. I really want to see Devin Jackson. Is that his name? Yeah. The linebacker. Uh, 10, 500 meter at six foot seven. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. He's playing let linebacker? Me, let me pull, pull up the, his seat. He might not be 6'7". He might be 6'5". I was going to say, I was like, that's a... Either way, it. still nuts. 
Devon Jackson. There you go. I hate how they spell that shit. How how tall is he? Is he actually six seven? Six three. I was tweaking. <laughs> that's a that's a bit. I was tweaking. That's a bit different. I was tweaking. I mean, he's from the tall. land. He's from the land where the you can't recruit to Eugene Hale. So I love that. Mm, that's good. Yeah, ten five four hundred meter. Wow. At linebacker. <laughs> that is a bit scary. fucking nuts. <laughs> that is insane. Who else was in Oregon's class? I'd be forgetting who's in this class. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Jaleel Tucker will be fun to watch. Jaleel Florence as well, the two Jaleels. Uh, yeah. I forgot we landed Yuli. I always be forgetting that. <laughs> yeah, other than that, I mean, I know that, you know, Dan ended up pulling in a solid class, but if we're being fully honest with ourselves, a lot of these guys probably don't get a significantly huge role other than rotation throughout their entire career. Yeah. Um, seeing the five stars play like uh, Manning, Sewell, Slow, mm-hmm. Ty, hopefully, probably not. Dollars, 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 dollars. Hmm. LaMike James 2.0. <laughs> Been on that since he signed. LaMike 2.0. Yeah. He's got his chance, man. <laughs> He's so cold. Just please stay healthy, Sean. Please. I'm back. Please. So Bo needs to just turn and give it to you and Cardwell. Just turn around. Give it in the ball. Do nothing else. That's it. What about you? Are you who are you excited for? You know who I keep hearing who? for Washington? Asa Turner, which is intriguing because this dude's a safety. He's played 2019, 2020, played 2021, playing in a lot of games, not making a whole lot of noise, but kind of just being a solid, you know, like rotational guy there, special teamer, that type of stuff. Makes plays every now and again, has a couple picks, decent amount of tackles. But like, he looks like the cinnamon stick from the Apple Jacks commercials. Yeah, I was going to say, like, does it, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Dude looks. Doesn't Wild. look the the part, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. Well, first of all, he is what playing DB for you? Yeah, and he's white he's playing safety. Yeah, that's red flag. <laughs> red but dude has made plays. There are guys. There are guys on the offense this spring ball. There are offensive coaches saying this dude is one to look out for. And like, I forget who it was. I think it was Mike Worrell. Was oh my god, this guy players. wearing a helmet is fucking comedy. It literally like every, he interviewed like five players about like who should we look for you know for the upcoming season on the Huskies and they all said Turner every single one of them. I don't know, and man. Was... If Oregon signs a white DB, I'd be pissed. <laughs> but also, like if you see a white DB playing, especially with Washington's history of DB, six three a DB, good. fucking hell. You gotta think that dude's pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially when he looked like that. He's got to be pretty cold. Looks like and a I, fucking caveman with a helmet on. And again, he's played, but I you just don't hear much about him. Like, is he going to have know. any more of a I role mean, than he's had in recent years, though? He, oh, hundred percent. He's going to have a huge role for what it sounds like, especially with the Kerner, the Kerner. Good lord, corner turnover. The like they got to shift those DBs around. They're going to have to come up with some new packages for the new guys in there because obviously Gordon and McDuffie leaving. Like those are two huge role players, you know. So, this comp is Boise State Bronco George Yoka. 
Really? Yeah. Hmm. So who else are you guys going to have at corner? Because obviously it's probably not going to be your strong suit for the first time in a while. There was, oh gosh, there's a transfer. We got an FCS transfer from UC Davis, who was an All-American, I'm pretty sure there. Um, he's pretty solid. Is he going to um, end up like uh, Happel, where he was really good in another division, but just can't step up? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll see. Oh, Jacoby Covington, that's another one. He's playing corner. Um, he played in, again, another special teams guy, rotational guy. Um, but he's another one that a lot of the defensive guys have been saying is one to look out for. Um, decent size. He's from Saguaro. He's a sophomore. Obviously, a lot of upside. Like, athletic kid. Really athletic kid. Interesting to see how he, he how he fills in. For what it sounds like, the winter development has gone really well for him. And he's playing pretty well in spring ball so far. Perryman so. is a transfer, right? Yes. And then you signed two safeties. You signed Tristan Dunn and Javion Green. Yes. Yeah. Mm, okay. Dunn's a local kid. I don't know if he'll be playing all that much, but he was a flip from, oh gosh, I forget where it was, but he was Dyson a pretty good McCutcheon. flip that we got. Zakari Spears. See, this year is where you're going to start to see the initial issues with uh, Lakes recruiting. Mm -hmm. And then next yeah. year it's going to. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, I'm interested to see more so how this winter program has got these guys. You know what I mean? They'll, like, there could be a lot of development in one off season. Yeah, for sure. So. But unless th there's only been one anomaly, if you're not Chip Kelly, there's only so much you can do with sub fifty percent. Exactly. That's that's why I'm excited to see how the how this staff handled the off season. Yeah, for like, sure. I'm pretty hyped to see how that goes. I think you're one of the Washington fans who wants to compete for a title at least, right? Uh, I mean, I. I'd It'd hope. be nice. Why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> why wouldn't you? Oh, we could argue about hashtags instead, though, couldn't we? There are Oregon fans who are content just winning the Rose Bowl every couple of years. I. You could be happy with it when you get there, but like, you should always be aiming as high as you can, right? Like, you, is that a bizarre thought to have? You know who kind of? I'm. I'm gonna. I wouldn't have said this, but you know who might be a bust. Who? Savelle. Who? Savelle Smalls. Oh, you cut out for me. That interesting you bring that up because Worrell did an entire article pretty much based around that premise of him being like a quote unquote bust. For, for being a five into... star. I'm not saying he's Look, trash yeah. or anything, but for being a five yeah. star, it was a bust. Here's the thing though, like he's still I mean, he's a sophomore, like going into his junior year, going into his redshirt sophomore year. Isn't he the same class as uh, Sewell in them? He's class of 2019. 2020. Yeah, Flo and Sewell's class. Yeah. Was he rated ahead of Sewell? He was super high. He might have been. He was behind Sewell. Uh, significantly really? behind Sewell. Really? Uh-huh. He would have been Oregon's uh, third best commit, and our fourth best commit would have been one spot behind him. Hmm. He was 30th. Dante Manning was 31st. Uh, Sewell and Flo were both top 10. Oh, no. Sewell oh. was 13, and Flo yeah. was 6. Mm -hmm. hmm. You know, I love seeing that all the guys who commit to Oregon, their picture on 247 is them with the little the little uh, lay. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like, it just feels like a good coincidence. I love that. Yeah. But I mean, to clo- close the book on uh, Smalls here real quick, like, yeah. he's still young. He's got a lot of upside and he's got the right mindset. He's going about it the right way. He doesn't seem all that flustered about mm-hmm. what's been going on and all the rumors flying around and how he's been playing and stuff. So that's good. And he really likes the new staff, which that helps a ton. So, he's, I mean, he's got the potential. It's still there, but potential only means so much, you know. Yeah. Got to act on it. Yep. It'll be interesting. Um, yeah. You guys need to build some momentum. There hasn't been positive momentum in a while, but you need some. Yeah. And from what it sounds like, I mean, the whole team's bought into the boar. So as long as he steers the ship in the right direction, it, you could, I mean, not seeing progress would be really, really bad after the season they had last year. So yeah, it would be the beginning of the end. Matt would Pretty be an much. Oregon State fan. I would be. I'd be a golden gopher or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> Rowing the boat? Rowing the boat. Something. I'd be doing something, dude. We It'd be the Ducks and Jackrabbits podcast. The Ducks and Jackrabbits. All right. Well, that that's that's about enough out of you, Matt. No, we're going to have to call this episode there, the Ducks and Jackrabbits <laughs> podcast. We want to thank you guys for watching this episode of the podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Until now, it's a cool cat and a cool kitten signing off. Stop, bro. I'm just <laughs> gonna start I'm just gonna start barking next time. <laughs>